Hi everyone, before we get started on this week's podcast, I wanted to let you know about a very special podcast we've got coming up. We're going to be doing a live edition of the podcast on Sunday, the 18th of December at 9pm UK time. It's going to be live over on YouTube, just follow the link in all our social bios. And if you want to join us literally on the show as a guest, then slide into our DMs at MildlyPod on all the socials, or send us an email to mildlypodcast at gmail.com. Tell us who you are, where you're from, and why you want to come on the show. Coming up on this week's show. I actually learned today, I was really angry to find that uh, on my Christmas advent calendar, there was only 24 windows. 24 windows. Is anybody listening to these words? You want me to open my advent calendar on the 24th in the morning and then go, oh, what, should I just keep it? fucking here and, and, and it literally belongs in the recycling at that point you've actually brought my spirit down because the thing that i've been working on is gone and i've got 24 hours until anything takes over having the same thing in your advent calendar every single day it's like someone just buying you one of those bags of maltesers that you get at the cinema and only letting you eat one a day what's exactly. the fucking point i started this podcast uh, Joshua, by describing the three of us as friends. And you've just described me and Baz as pub-loving <laughs> twats. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Mildly Controversial Podcast. This week, we have a very special guest, and that very special guest is a good friend of ours. Um, he's a man named um, Joshua Cubed. Um, I think officially that is um, his actual name these days. Um, if it's not yet, it will be very soon. Um, Joshua is a good friend of ours. We met through uh, TikTok. Buzz and I met him through TikTok. And we recorded a very splendid TV show uh, with him, um, which uh, if you want to look it up, it's on uh, all four. Uh, it's called Richard Hammond's Crazy Contraptions. Or that's if it. you're in America yeah, on uh, Discovery Plus, it's called Contraption Masters. So go and have a look at that. It's pretty good, and we were really funny on it. Um, so, Joshua, welcome. Uh, welcome back. Uh, Joshua, you are officially the person who's been on this podcast um, more than anybody else, but never in its new guise of the Mildly Controversial Podcast, so we had to get you back again. I'm proud. To, I'm, I'm proud. I'm glad to be back with you guys. The team is back together. <laughs> team social, team social mediocrity is more mediocre than ever, and let's prove that point. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's it's uh, it's never as mediocre with only two of us. It, it can only be the uh, seems social mediocrity can only only gets its mediocrity from the the sum of the three of us. It's a bit like a transformer. You know, what's the big one called where it's made up of loads of the other ones? It's that mega baz. Sorry, there you go. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. It's one or the other. Mega bad. That's what I call him. That's, 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 that's a coincidence. Right. So, um, yes, if you haven't, um, if for some reason you haven't heard of Joshua, if you um, if you go onto TikTok or Instagram, um, search Joshua Cubed, um, he is, he is um, um, I love your content, honestly. I'm a kid at heart, same as you, so I love all your... Uh, all your little games and your puzzles and things like that. So um, he is a um, a Rubik's ambassador, um, really into puzzles and does loads of really interesting stuff like that. So go and check him out. But for the time being, we um, we're uh, we're only interested in his mildly controversial opinions. So um, so let's get straight into it, Joshua. What's your first mildly controversial opinion? Yeah. I'd like to start you off with something that's really irritated me since since I could first step foot in a pub, so about 11 or 12. Uh, uh, 
Uh, what happens when someone smashes a glass? <laughs> Half the room applaud and cheer. <laughs> oh, believe me, I I shake my head at every every opportunity, and I look down and I think this is the one thing that brings us down as a nation. It makes no sense. There's no understanding as to why we do it. it if if anything, it embarrasses the person that did it more than more than it could ever have done so. And I, I feel like we lose some dignity in the process. Had enough of it. <laughs> I've, uh, I've, I've been in uh, many a public house with you, Joshua, but never, <laughs> unfortunately, never when somebody has done that to see you just sit there and become the most like you're judgmental <laughs> and you know, disapproving person in the world at the, uh, at the, 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 the scum that have, uh, that have cheered at somebody's misfortune. But you say judgmental and disapproving are the thing that makes me British, not the ability to randomly cheer when someone <laughs> breaks a glass. <laughs> I, uh, I think it uh, stems back from when we were kids all at school in the, in the dinner hall, because that's where I always remember it starting. It's like if one of the dinner le- or someone in the kitchen dropped some plates, everybody in the, uh, in the dining room just erupted into a huge roar. If you are listening in a country that isn't the UK or Ireland, is this a thing in other countries? I'd love to find out. Let us know if if somebody drops a glass in a bar or a tray of drinks in a bar or a somebody a uh, you know a bartender drops some glasses behind the bar. Is there a like that in other countries? I'd love to know if that is or if it is just a British thing. As far as I know, it's incredibly incredibly british like it's something that i have seen it scare people before i've seen it actually be you know there'll be a, a glass smash everyone all immediately you know as if as if they've broken away from a tableau in stage or in a, in a theater performance gone, and then gone back to their drink and conversations and it's nothing at all however what you get is you get a bunch of foreigners go what 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 what, what, what what's happening like do we need to are we evacuating like what's happening here because there's no explanation. It's just, and it's a very short burst of energy, energy that just comes out of nowhere and is is, is ingrained into us rather than an option. And I want that option back. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? There are many things I love about Joshua. Um, one of them was just um, was just demonstrated so well. There was when he said. You know, it's like when it's like there's a breakaway from a tableau on stage. And in my head, there's just, you know, when Homer Simpson's got the monkeys on a a monkey on a bike, (laughs) on a tricycle ride. I was like, I've no idea what that meant, but it was beautiful. But um, yeah, it it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't the right um, um, metaphor for me. Um, so, I, yeah, lost me on that one. I think you're going to be a cheerer, aren't you? You're going to be a cheering <laughs> yeah. person. I think I think that tells the difference between the cheerer I'm, and the non-cheerer. I'm I'm not revealing my uh, I'm not revealing my <laughs> cards just yet. I'm keeping mine close to my chest. Baz, what are your thoughts? Well, this, there's a couple of things in there. I mean, like I don't know if Joshua thinks there should be a celebration at all. Yeah, that's not cheering, but it's uh, it's I, I see it along the same lines as you know if you're in a restaurant and uh, the, the waiter staff bring out a cake and the whole restaurant sing happy birthday. I mean that's weird as well, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? So just, you end up you end up singing happy birthday to whoever, and that's it. <laughs> Dear someone, <laughs> happy birthday <laughs> to. Well, I but sort yeah, of like I, that. Not against that one. Not against that one. I feel like that 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 brings a new level of camaraderie. You, you go, oh, okay, yeah, come on, we're all far. Oh, it's someone's birthday. Next time it'll be your birthday, and you're going to want the same thing. But even that is a way of embarrassing someone. Yeah, and that's sweeter because you know, well, at least it's their birthday, and they're probably not paying for the drinks. They're already a bit drunk. The embarrassment with the glass comes to the poor person who's gone. 
oh, 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 no, not everyone. Not every single person I can imagine. I hope nobody noticed. Oh, no, there's a massive cheer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's only one step um, beyond this, is that um, sometimes the cheer is followed by somebody shouting, sack the juggler. (laughs) I've never heard that. No? never heard. Is this a northern thing? I don't know. I didn't think it was. Oh, I love that though. I love it. It's quite a good phrase, yeah. actually. Sack the juggler. <laughs> no, stop being a prick. <laughs> I was going to say that. Like, so we need to find out if if that is a northern thing because, like, myself and Josh were both obviously southerners. We've never heard it. If you uh, if you know the uh, the origins of that, just email, email the answer to. Uh... <laughs> yeah, exactly. If if if, if, if you love heard email pe- plugs. Yeah, if, if if you've heard people shouting "sack the juggler" when somebody drops a load of glasses in a pub, can you email us at mildlypodcast at gmail and let me know where you're from? Because I'm feeling a bit kind of isolated now. I thought that was a general thing that everybody did. Yeah. Well, not everybody I did. Think- I, I thought it was something that people did, that people got irritated by, but I thought it was a... Bro- Maybe it's just one bloke. I think it's one guy. And I've been in the same pub as him. Maybe he lives in Berry, and I've been in the same pub as him two or three times when someone's dropped a glass. Going back to <laughs> cheering when somebody drops a load of glasses. Um, I think... I agree. I think it's a... Um, I think it's a pretty... Um, I think... I think the best way I could, the best word I can find is lame. It's just kind of <laughs> yes. like, you know, when people go, Ray, I was just like, oh, really? And I reckon it's the same people who clap when a plane lands as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But jo- jo- Joshua's gone, mm, no, shit, I do that. I better <laughs> keep quiet. Actually, that's exactly what I thought. I have clapped <laughs> for a couple of occasions. But, but, but that's just because, you know, you're landing. On the way back, I go, no, 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 let's get off this plane. Let's get mate, off we, this mate, plane. Joshua, we've covered this before. They're like clapping when a pilot lands a plane is equivalent to clapping when a taxi driver pulls up outside the pub you've asked him to. It's his job. He does it every fucking day. Do you know what I mean? It's not hard. It's like walking in, you know, it's like you know, it's like going to a librarian and say, Oh, have you got any books on this? Yeah, yeah. And they point where it is and you go, Thank you. What if the pilots got used to the applause and thanks to you, the applause starts waning and they're thinking maybe I'm not doing something right anymore. So they start changing their technique and the next time they crash because they're trying to, they're trying <laughs> yeah, to up it, their game. It's, so so ne- ne- next time you said that he's gone like, nobody clapped last time. Fuck this. I'm doing a loop the loop on this landing. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not putting the gear down. I'm going to land on the fuselage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We want sparks of fuselage <laughs> against runway. Yeah, okay. but as, um, I was oh. going to say, yeah, as in, in terms of that, uh, of, of cheering as an adult when someone drops glasses in a pub, just grow up is what we're saying, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah, I, I think we're in consensus that... Um, I'm really that, shocked, by the way. I really thought, when I thought this one, I thought those those pub-loving twats, <laughs> they're going to they're gonna go, all right. I also wonder for you two, is, it, is, this, is the answer to this question based on how many pints you've had? Um, no, I, I'm I'm definitely not a cheerer. I'm a um, okay. Good. I, I, I judge people who cheer. I judge them in a different way to you. Um, in terms of, and um, and I do love the fact that um, I started this podcast, uh, Joshua, by describing the three of us as friends, and you've just described me and Baz as pub loving twats. <laughs> I'm a pub loving twat. You know I am. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to put it onto you guys. <clears throat> no, don't get me wrong. I'm thinking of updating my Instagram bio. 
um, with <laughs> Publubbing Twat 48 Ireland. That's that'd all be, I need. That'd be, the, that'd be the name of our band, would it? Publubbing Twats. Publubbing Twats. <laughs> Certainly the first album. Anyway, Good brilliant. Um, look, look, I think, uh, I think we're all agreed that if you are the type of person who gives a big cheer when somebody inadvertently smashes a load of glasses in a pub, um, then you are a twat, whether you love pubs or not. <laughs> I think that's the final well word on that one. There you go. There's a final well one. On okay, um, I think I'll come in with one now. Um, yeah. Just because it's not all about Joshua. It's my fucking podcast, right? No. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, um, th- this is one that um, that I experienced quite recently. Um, as you will know, um, last week's podcast, me and Baz were in the same room, so that involved me getting on an aeroplane. Um, Two, in fact, one there, one back. That's how it works. Um, okay, so this is um, this is um, people who people who don't know how to do the security thing. Just because there's so many, th- there's so many things. Right, most people have been on a plane on a regular basis, or maybe not regular, but most people have been on a plane. Even if you haven't been on a plane, the instructions of getting through security are very clear. Because it's been very widely publicized, all the issues that they've had getting so many people through security, right? So it's very clear what you've got to do, right? Yet you still get people who get to the thing and their their luggage goes down the wrong side. Do you know when it comes through and you've got the little fucking drum roll when it's sat there thinking, oh, is it going to come down to me? Is it going to come down to me? And then it slides sideways and goes down the naughty boy section. Do you know what I mean? When it comes out, you're shit what have i left in there do you know what i mean and then you get someone pulls out like a liter bottle of vodka or a, a, a kindle yeah or you know or one of those massive um charge you know portable chargers for your phone i was like they couldn't have been more clear about what you had to take out of your bag to stop this happening and then they start kicking off they're just like oh i'm gonna miss my flight well, you shouldn't have been such a dick then should you you should have just followed instructions and you wouldn't be held up now so that, that's one thing is people who who um they they they, they don't know that uh, or not, they don't listen um to what you've got to take out your bag so they get they get all stressy about the fact that it's taking them ages at security but it's their fault um but there's other people who um uh, two other ones that probably don't annoy people as much as me because I'm quite quite a picky person with stuff like that I, I get annoyed quite easily about little things. Hence the podcast. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, another one is people who don't put the tray back in the little thing. Oh. So you just don't, I got there. I was on my way back. Oh. I was flying from Manchester back to <laughs> Belfast, right? And you know that, like, when it comes down the little rolly thing, you know, like the, all the little rollers, like, when people just take their stuff and fuck off. And I was just like, my bag is right at the top of the rollers. And it can't get down here because there's four empty trays here because you've just walked off, you selfish bastards. Do you know what I mean? I just think there's just no need. It's just so inconsiderate. It's like it's like not taking your trolley back in a supermarket car park times by 10. That's yeah. what it is. It's that level of selfishness. And then the final one is, it's a very similar selfish thing, but it's like, you know, right, at every single airport, they've got like repacking area away from the belt. But it's when people start getting fucking dressed, stood at the belt, and you're there, like, my, my bag's literally there. I can, If you get out of the way, I can reach it. But they're there putting the coins back in the pocket. They're putting the belt back on. They're putting the coat. I was just like, 
literally get the fuck out of my way, sunshine. My car, my bag is there and I can't get it because you're getting dressed in front of me. So <laughs> all of those people can fuck off. <laughs> I think in summary is what I'm trying to say. Just I think you have a fairly, yeah, I think you have a fairly strong, an incredibly strong argument. And, you know, that, that point was elaborated in threefold. So, I mean, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, but, and I am also someone, as you may have, may remember, I have my pockets are often full of crap. My pockets are often full of like weird things that at some point I need to do something with. And I just think so when I go to an airport, I have to like scoop out a pocket and then leave, drop drop them like coins into, into it. So I, I have so I have like it's almost like I'm I'm digging for gold. You know, I have like a whole tray full of things, and and I, I, it, so it's already a problem. It's already a problem. So I, and no matter what happens to me, I will beat. And this is the problem. I feel guilty because I I am a conscientious person, especially I'm nice to strangers than I am to people. So uh, to my friends or family. So it's, to me, I feel very guilty that I always get the beef. I have to go back and figure out what's going on. What what is currently on me that's going to cause a problem? I'm absolutely on board, and I think that security is something that we all just have to go look. Get your bloody belt off and let's get on this fucking plane. Bus, <laughs> what, what's your thoughts? Well, similar to both of you, it's whenever you go to an airport, the system doesn't change that much, does it? I mean, like it used to be during the times when security was was heightened, you know, back in sort of the uh, the nine eleven days, everything had to come off. You couldn't go through with anything. So I just I just make sure whenever I get to a tray. I literally take my belt off, my watch off, my wallet goes in, my phone, change, everything in my pocket. I take my shoes off, they go in, hat off, glasses, the whole lot. <laughs> I've got a vision of Baz just going through that that kind of security uh, security thing just in a mankini. Yeah, like, exactly. I, I just took it all off just, just to yeah. make sure. I feel like he'd, he'd puff up so he can't go through as well. Like, <laughs> oh, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. But, but it's that thing, isn't it? It's when you get the, the person in front of you, they've clearly... Yeah, well, I'm not saying they've clearly been on a plane, but most people have. You can you cannot guarantee that most people have flown at some point in their life. And they're there still wearing the shoes, the belt, the watch, chains, anything else. And then when they go to the uh, to the actual scanner, they get sent back and they're like, oh, what? They, but rather than going, oh, it's probably all of these things, they just do one thing, then go through with the belt. They have to go back. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. it's the belt. Now, now it's a watch. Now it's this. Now it's that. Oh, I've got a light in my pocket. I've seen people try to go through with phones. It's like, hang on a minute, just put every fucking thing in that tray. And when, like I say, when you go off the other end, grab the tray, both of them, and fucking walk off with both of them and find a bench. Don't get out of everybody's way. <laughs> exactly. And yet you get those people, like you say, that are there, stood there at the, the end of the rollers, putting everything back on or, you know, going through all their stuff. And you're like, fuck off. <laughs> right. Are you ready for my absolute fucking revelation? Yeah. Yes, right. please. Belfast International Airport, flying over to uh, to Manchester. Um, I was obviously I obviously had to take quite a lot of stuff over with me, electrical stuff, because I was recording um, last week's podcast with Baz. Um, so I had to take this microphone, this microphone stand, all of that kind of stuff, um, laptop, uh, loads of electrical stuff. Um, I got to the security thing, um, you know, stood on my little number, got my tray out. Got my uh, hand, I was hand luggage only, so I got my hand luggage, started to unzip it, started to pull stuff out, and he went, you don't need to take any of that out, mate. I thought, what? He goes, we've got new scanners, leave it all in there. Wow. So there are new scanners. Ladies and gentlemen, if you did not know oh. this, this is coming to an airport near you, and for some reason, Belfast International Airport, which is about the size of a and q is one of the first to have it, <laughs> right? But... 
it, basically it's a, and um you can leave all your um, you can leave your liquids in there you don't need to put them in a little plastic bag anymore leave, as long as they're not over 100 mil just leave them in there uh, my microphone my phone my laptop everything um just leave it in there send your bag through we've got a new scanner it does it all nice oh jesus <laughs> christ we all got to move we've all got to move that, my friends, is the future. I presume that that is what is coming to airports around the world. And who knows? It may already be another. We may have people in the states who, in fact, yeah, we've had that shit for years, mate. What you're talking about? But yeah, um, well, they don't even have contactless payments. I wouldn't think they have anything. I don't know. No, come on, exactly. <laughs> come on. Exactly. You know, they're, they're they're still signing their name to pay for shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bonkers. Yeah, their, their scanners are set up, so if it's, it's if it's shaped like a gun, it'll detect you. Anything else is fine. Yeah, well, the gun's fine. You can take your gun on, gosh, can. Anyway, I think we're regressing back into the... Uh, the <laughs> Using America country. once more, yeah. I, I think, to be honest, bear, bearing in mind that about, you know, about 25% of our listeners are from the States, we should probably stop taking the piss out of the Americans since we did an entire show on it last week. Um, but yeah, okay, so, yeah... Um, if you are guilty of not knowing what you've got to take out um, and uh, getting dressed in everybody's way and leaving your tray when you should put it away, um, you are a dickhead, but the good news is you won't be a problem for much longer because the magic scanners are coming. So, Oh, yeah, but they're just going to cause more trouble because people would be getting all their stuff out going, oh, I don't understand this. I've always yeah. had to get this out. <laughs> yeah, so, 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 so the moment that the new scanners come in, that they don't have to take all that shit off, they'll be there taking everything out of their bag <laughs> thinking they need to. It wouldn't surprise me, Pass. <laughs> right, Joshua. Um, let's, another one. Let, let's hear your next one, mate. Well, this is an unsurprising one for, for you two who who uh, you know witnessed me who witnessed me witnessing a, a sunrise once upon a time. <laughs> uh, uh, I, uh, my, 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 what I'm suggesting forward here is, is quite simply just morning bastards, just <laughs> morning bastards. And I don't just mean, it's not just them like, hello, it's, it's, it's 5am. Let's have some fun. It's not just that attitude, which is outrageous in itself. It, it's also the degrading of anyone who doesn't agree with that <laughs> mantra. You know, it, it's, it's, it's like, oh, well, maybe you should see a therapist and fix that. And I go, well, I, I actually have the same hours of sleep as you. I just happen to do it at a slightly different phase. Do you need me to get a job as a nurse just, just to have a reason? Do I have to? If I'm productive and I work in my time, aren't I absolutely fine? And, and it, it's just that they, the, 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 the fact that they know they are simply more superior human beings. Sadly, the electric light was invented. So move on. That's my point. <laughs> move on. <laughs> it's brilliant it's brilliant i mean i am um i was going to say i'm more of a morning person than you but i mean uh, that that's literally like me saying i know morning exists <laughs> um <clears throat> but yeah i mean i'm not i'm not one of these who gets really really early but you know, i tend to be even if i've been out on the piss and i've i'm i'm, I'm hung over or whatever like i would still tend to wake up about half seven eight o'clock at the latest um but yeah uh, I'm I'm joining you on this, uh, and the reason it is is because you know when you see these 
um, these kind of motivational, like entrepreneur motivational people on on social media, and they're just yeah, like, before and bathe yourself in ice. Oh, yeah. they're just like yeah, yeah like you know, the, the secret to my success is I get up at four o'clock in the morning, I have an ice bath, then I meditate, then I do this, then I do that, then I do that. I was like, and it was like, yeah, uh, but do you know what? They never tell you what time they got a fucking bed because they must go to bed about nine o'clock at night. Exactly. So I'll tell you what, do yourself a favor, get up at eight, do the same shit at eight o'clock. You don't need to get up at four to do it. I, I, I don't get it. And, and they, they go like, and, and occasionally you'll hear them don't like give a justification, but it's like, oh yeah, but you get so much done before most other people get up. I was like, yeah, and you also do nothing. Um, whilst people are still doing stuff after nine o'clock because you've gone to bed, you dick. That's how it works. <laughs> you know what I mean? You've literally just all you've it's not it's not a revelation, it's not like the way to be successful. All you've done is you are just living in a time zone that you don't actually live in. Do you know what I mean? That that that's all it is, and that's all you do, Joshua. You know what I mean? Because if a human wants to get up and break that cycle, they'll just do it. You know, I will if I have to, I'll get up and I will just. Do it. Yes, I'll hmm. complain for large portions of that time. We've seen, we saw that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah didn't we, Baz? Yeah. We, we saw an awful lot of that in the filming of the TV show. So for those that don't know, um, I mentioned the TV show earlier. Um, the filming schedule was we had to be we had to be at the studio for, uh, for 8 a.m. Yeah. So they'd come and pick us up at like half seven or whatever, which means you've got to go down for breakfast earlier than that. And, and Joshua was just like... Joshua thought it was a revelation that the sun comes up. He thought the sun was just there and then disappeared. He didn't <laughs> actually, he, he had no evidence whatsoever of yeah. the sun coming up in the first place. Yeah, it was a flat earther until that point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was a, a no sunriser. <laughs> what, 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 what was dead funny was, is this, uh, like on both occasions, I had to go past Joshua's room in the morning. So as I was leaving to go out, I'd always tap on his door. Are you all right? Yeah, yeah, don't worry, I'm up. And he'd open the door and he wouldn't have his boots on. He wouldn't, he wouldn't be fully dressed. <laughs> yeah, I'd look him, I'd look him angrily in the eye as I put them on. Like, it's all his fucking fault. <laughs> all this guy fault. making me get up at this time. Ironically, ironically, Joshua, it's all your fault because you're the one that got us into the uh, into the TV <laughs> yeah, show all... in the first place. So it was yeah, your it's all, fault. It's all my fault. But it comes back round to Baz, who, who who drugged us every evening with his <laughs> with his favourite concoctions, which is just simply rum and coke. People, I do <laughs> believe. Yeah, yeah. Just, just just in case people are wondering. Um, that, 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 that strange description was that uh, we ended up at Baz's hotel room every single night in filming this thing, getting smashed on uh, on uh, Morgan Spice and Coke. And, and, and had it not been for this, and if you're on YouTube, you can see this, we probably would have won that show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's possible. It is possible. Yeah, obviously. My, my, my favourite um, illustration of how um, not great in the mornings Joshua is, is that... Um, Someone had to go and wake him up on set partway through filming because <laughs> it doesn't look good that the fact you're asleep on a settee that is meant to be where the presenters sit. <laughs> oh, it's high quality stuff. If it's rich, if it's good enough for Richard Hammond's ass. It's probably good enough for <laughs> twenty minutes of recuperation. Yeah, so getting onto this sort of morning thing. Yeah, I agree with you. Those those people, and you can listen. They're like Mark Wahlberg's got that great thing. Yeah, like, you know, I get up at three and I do a thousand things before anybody else gets up. And then I do this that, and the other. I'm like, well, good for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you. Yeah, but the thing is, right? Is that like, I get up at three and I do loads of these things before anyone wakes up. It's like, no, 
You're just getting up before anyone who lives where you do gets up. There's fucking loads of people who are awake in different parts of the world. You've just changed your time zones, you dick. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? doesn't make any sense to me. Who am I to argue with uh, an inspirational entrepreneurial guru or whatever like that who's who's got a million cars and massive houses and stuff, and he says that the uh, the secret is waking up at three in the morning and doing this, that, and the other. I was like, nah, mate, you literally could do exactly the same thing by getting up at eight. And you're just like, you know, if you're saying, like, oh, I get all this, like, I get all this done before people wake up and, and then I get busy. It was like, well, get up at eight and just tell people to not fucking bother you until midday. Get all your stuff done that you were doing anyway. Uh, this, it doesn't make any sense to me. So, yeah, even as a morning person, I agree. Stop fucking getting up at that early and telling everybody else that you're better than they are because you've been up all that time. <laughs> but, but but that's the key, Baz. That's the key. And I think that is why, again, we, um, as the, the mildly controversial podcast, are rubber stamping this one as approved. Yeah. Uh, that it's just like, look, if you want to get up at three o'clock in the morning and, be like, and, and do your thing, go for it, right? Yeah. But just do it quietly. You don't need to tell everyone who's asleep all that time. You know what I mean? Wait for people to wake up and go, ha-ha, I've been awake for four hours doing this. I don't fucking care. I've been asleep and I feel amazing, thanks. Yeah, and also, come and join me and drink in my room till three in the morning, then get up at four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wasting your time, inspiring people and making money. You could be pissing your life away like me and my mates. <laughs> <laughs> but we do Excellent, it with a bro. smile. Well, that one that, that one definitely gets the podcast seal of approval. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you 100%. very much, chaps. More than, more than glad. Thank you do very I, much. Do you want from me, then? Yes, Baz. Yeah, go on. ahead. Cool. I'm going, in, I'm, in I'm, you I'm, come. I'm going down uh, the, the sexual route here. And it is basically... The, oh, yeah. Well, no, it's... Yeah, we, Baz, we Baz, 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 before you go anywhere, please be aware that um, you going... I'm going down the sexual route here is... All I'm going to clip out of this as your highlights <laughs> for the week. Right, so I'm saying this. In the bedroom, giving is not better than receiving. I'm just saying that. But, <laughs> <laughs> Buzz, before, before Joshua and I join in, I'd like you to expand on that. Yeah, I think I need because, more expansion. Because, at the, moment, because at the moment, I have far more questions than answers. So I need, yeah. I need you to expand. Well, so it's, it's, based, it's based on uh, that kind of really wanky statement, isn't it, about like from people who consider themselves better lovers because they're happier to give and not receive. So it, it, it just about covers everything sexually. It's let's like, how frank do we want to be here? Um, frank enough think- that Shay can hear. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we're going to have to talk euphemistically um, so we don't get kicked off a number of the audio podcasts. Yeah, okay. Uh, <clears throat> I think eating the pie is better than feeding someone the pie. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Don't you mean the other way around? <laughs> it's somewhere in that region. I'm trying to. I think you mean the other way around. Something. I think. I, I think you've got lost in your own euphemism there, but well, yeah, but it's it's kind of hard to, to cover that one. Like, okay, okay, uh, you know, getting a blowjob's better than giving head. Then okay, <laughs> okay, right, okay, just to cover all the bases in case I didn't say it in as many ways uh, as I could. Uh, yes, <laughs> I, I love the fact there, Baz. You got so wrapped up in your own euphemism, it got confusing. So you just got rid of euphemisms altogether and went for it, which is yeah. fine. I think I think we're okay with what you just said. By the way, you can always put bleeps over those bits, can't you? 
and and I, I think, think we're right. o- I think bad. we're okay with that. It's not like it's yeah, that that wasn't too graphic. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so no, it's just it's just that statement that like you get certain people going, oh, it's much better to give than receive in the bedroom. I'm like, what the fuck? not for me, it's not. Um, well, Christmas is coming up. I'd much rather give uh, my presents in the living room rather than the bedroom. So, um, but I would Surrounded much rather. Family. But I would much rather receive presents than give presents. So it's the same thing. There you go. Yeah, th- th- there's a better euphemism. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, okay. Um, oh yes. Um, Oh, please, uh, Joshua, jo- Joshua, oh, you, Joshua, you better go next because um, yes, you need I'm fully, it. I'm fully aware that my 12 year old son listens to this podcast, so I'm, I'm going to have to take some time to consider my uh, response to this. <laughs> I think I have, to, I have to, I have to absolutely agree with you, Baz, based on the fact that that this idea of this idea of the opposite, you're saying giving is better, surely is there as is some kind of in itself as an idea of 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 foreplay and niceness it's, it's its own idea of oh i'm going to be so good to you only to ultimately be selfish in the end it it, it it i just think it's it's not really truthful when people say that i just don't think it's likely to be so I'm sure you're allowed to enjoy something like that but it's not physically stimulating instead it's mentally stimulating knowing you're doing a good job to ultimately allow it back onto you right it's just a it's just a way back round to you to the thing we were talking to the other thing the receiving so i think really i have to agree with you that the only reason the giving can feel good is is mostly mostly knowing that you can be allowed to be selfish and i feel like that's further selfish than you were even implying but that that is it i think it's i think it's a mask it's a mask people wear just to allow themselves to be more selfish later on yeah i think you've given mike plenty of time to think about this now <laughs> and and do you know what i'm gonna do I'm going to let you two talk about it, and I'm I'm taking the Fifth Amendment on this one. I'm I am I'm going to podcast doesn't condone the Constitution. I'm going to I'm going to exercise my right to say, all right. It's either the, 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 the take the Fifth or like use the Fifth Amendment, or it's my my, my right to uh, uh, you know you know like when you see those like. Uh, Cop, those uh, reality cop shows on uh, on on Quest and shit no, the, on the high yeah. numbers on Sky at late at night, and you get that really annoying scrote who just sits there, slumps back in his seat, and goes, "No comment, <laughs> no <laughs> comment." Well, my comment on this one, boys, is no comment. <laughs> well said. I, I just, I'm not, I'm not. Pussying out of anything, I'm not going to. But like I say, my but my my 12 year old son listens to this, and it's not that I don't want to talk about um, stuff that a 12 year old boy shouldn't hear. It's can you imagine how much emotional damage should I go into detail about me and his mum? I'll leave it there. <laughs> you know what I mean, he doesn't need to hear anything about that so i need to i need to step away from this conversation yeah i guess i'm just highlighting the fact that people that say it say it with a certain kind of meaning and makes them more special because they're giving and you know oh i'd much rather give than receive yeah i like, bet those yeah. i bet those fuckers get up at three o'clock in the morning and they think they're better <laughs> yeah, than us anyway. the same people it's the same, <laughs> same people right it's like because they're definitely not up rub, at night having st- any fun are they <laughs> Rubber stamps approved. <laughs> Same people. 
Yeah, I think, well, based on the fact that it's just going to be... Uh, uh, well, luckily, the fact I agree with Baz is we don't need to go to a third vote regardless of the situation. So I think it surely is approved in, in your, in your Not, standards. It is. It's, it's approved to uh, two voting in favour and one abstention. There you go. All right, Joshua, let's see what you got next. Oh, yeah. These are all close to my heart, you know. <laughs> all of these have been very dear to me so far. And this one, and, and I know I have to single out each, the last ones were morning bastards. These ones I'm going to call, uh, I don't know, anti-rain wankers. Right, so <laughs> what, what, what is it about the rain that offends people so much? It's not just the rain. And I know you live in Ireland, and that's going to be a, a prevalent factor in this discussion. But, but, but moreover, it's the fact that it, they tell us it's going to rain. You look at your, your phone every day, and it's like, oh, 70%, then 80%, then 20%, then 60%. And you're thinking, oh, it's raining all the bloody time. As someone who likes the rain, that is who I am, I adore the rain, it never rains. I can't explain this enough. It doesn't rain. It never rains enough. It's like nowhere near enough. So who is complaining about it? Why are you complaining about it? And why can't you just be glad? Because also the rain brings in a degree of, of cloud cover. And in the winter, that will keep the heat in at the night. So that's why it won't be so freezing cold. And obviously I am up at night. <laughs> Correlation with the other one. So, you know, I'm a lover of rain for that reason. I, there are certain rains which are awful, but I'm just saying rain, you know, rain that just, just brings life and it's nice and dollopy, drip, drip, drop, little April showers, you know, nice stuff. What, why I got a bitch about it all the time? I'll take this one first. So mm. as somebody who works outside, there are times which where I can't abide the rain because working in the rain and, that, and having to go out in the rain when you're doing something is awful, but uh, but I agree with you. Like, how do we call it? Recreational rain. I'm going to call it because that's not a thing. But <laughs> so that, so, that, that sounds like a euphemism when we're back onto the previous subject. <laughs> back on, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, that, so so those times when it rains where you don't have to be in it, then you can go. In it. I mean, I love summer rain. I love that thing where it's like it's warm and you can just go out and get absolutely soaking wet, and you don't have to give a shit about it. But yeah, yeah, I, did, I agree. It's people that like that use the rain as the as the excuse for for everything that's yeah you know, that goes on. Particularly in Britain, it was you know we're we're, we're sort of born here to oh the weather shit. Let's talk about the weather for fourteen hours, and then by the time you finish talking about it, it stopped raining anyway. <laughs> it rarely rains in big bulk, you know. Where is this this whole forty days and forty nights? Come yeah, on, yeah. It's not likely, buddy. It's not, it's not the way it went. It depends where you are. But 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 also, it just when it rains, especially in this country, you get we do get a lot of rainfall, but it's so intermittent, so pathetic. It's, it's actually embarrassing. It's actually an embarrassing level of rain. You've got to, don't, you, you want to write to the Met Office and say, come on, buddies, let's not write that down as rain, because that yeah. was embarrassing. It's just a light shimmer. Someone's just throwing some water out of a window. Let's not mark this down. It's not a big event. Let's let it go. So, so whereas other countries are like, bang, 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 and it's terrifying. You're running through the streets. I understand their problems because they're not used to it and maybe the agriculture's not ready for it and all sorts of things. But for us, it's just not a problem. It's just not a thing. And it's, it's just a little, I don't like certain rain. I have to admit, I don't like certain windy rains with mist. That is going to grind my gears. But otherwise, otherwise, it's just smooth, just smooth, what? like moisture of my skin. You know, I have dry, you know, you guys know I have dry skin. It's very useful, very useful to head outside and go, 
There we go. <laughs> I, I also think it stems back from uh, from a an Alanis Morissette lyric. Let's be let's go for that one. Rain on your wedding day. Uh, I think yeah. people pe- people take stuff like that. Go oh, always fucking rains when you don't want it to rain. No, it, I agree with you. It doesn't always rain when you don't want it to rain. Sometimes it doesn't rain when you do want it to rain. Mm. Mm. Mike, as, as somebody who lives in Ireland, tell us about rain. I lived for um, a vast majority of my. Uh, when did I move here? I moved here when I was 45. And the vast majority of that, apart from university, was living in uh, living just north of Manchester, which um, has a which has a reputation for a lot of rain, but apparently has less rainfall than London. So there we go. Wow. Um, but what, what a claim to fame. There you wow. go. Yeah. And it's uh, yeah, and it's also much less shit than London. But let's not get on to that. Um <laughs> Sorry, the mildly fell off the mildly controversial. There. <laughs> that happens sometimes. Um, now, now, I moved from uh, just north of Manchester, a town called Bury, um, just north of Manchester, uh, to Ireland. So, yeah, I'm well used to rain. I know what rain is. Um, but when I moved over here and I started playing golf, um, oh, and I was like, you know, kind of like, uh, I, I am a bit obsessed with rain in terms of, you know, the percentage of rain. Because... I don't mind if it rains a bit. I mean, the, the, there is a level of rain that I refer to as watery sunshine over here. Because if you if if you say I'm not playing golf when it's raining, and you live in the northwest of Ireland uh, by the Atlantic coast, um, you'll never fucking play golf. So, <laughs> so you got you got to accept a little bit. But one of the things I've noticed here, because like I say, we are. I mean, we're you know twenty minutes away from. 30 minutes away from the Atlantic coast. So um, we're the first to get the weather. You know, the, like the, 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 the weather pretty much comes that way, hits us, and then it hits, uh, hits, the, uh, hits the UK. Um, and because it comes, it comes really quickly and goes really quickly as well. So and I've noticed this from playing golf. It's like if, it's, if the weather says it's going to rain, quite often it'll rain for like 15 minutes and then it'll be gone. And, uh, and it'll be over to you lot. Um, in the UK and uh, it'll slow down by that point so it rains for longer where you are it rains a lot where we are but not for very long I don't mind the rain I don't mind the rain I just it's um, <laughs> in fact um, uh, the golf course I play at um, the drainage isn't particularly good so when it gets a lot of rain it gets quite quite muddy and you know in places and things like that and and that is the reason that I um, I still play golf. Even um, I played golf yesterday um, in shorts, and and I get well, I get funny looks. I get funny looks from golf from the 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 people of the golf club because I've got long hair. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, when they see like me in a shorts, Manchester raver. Yeah, yeah. When, when they see me in the shorts, they're just like fucking. Hell, what is he doing? But I have a very very good logic behind this, right? is that um, I've got three pairs of long trousers, right, that I used to wear for golf, and they've all been ruined by mud up the inside of the kind of knee downwards, right? Up the inside of that. And they've been ruined. It doesn't matter how many times you put them through the washing machine, the mud doesn't come off anymore, and it's just the they're ruined. So I'm just like, well, my legs clean much better than, uh, than trousers do, so I just wear shorts. And um, on cold days, I'll just wear long socks, pull them up, and then I could throw my socks in the washing machine, and so 
So, I mean, I, I've given up. I, I, my, my days of trying to look cool uh, are long gone. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Can't you wear Wellingtons? <laughs> a real man wears Wellingtons. <laughs> Wellingtons. Joshua, I fucking love you, right? I'm not, not Wellingtons. Not just, not just. I wear them in London. Joshua, not not just for the naivety to think you could play golf wearing wellies, but also the fact that you call them Wellingtons. Joshua, you are just far too posh to be my friend. But but, but wellies rhymes with bellies, and no one likes that. It's just not going to work. Come on. And there you go. Sexy about welly. And there you go, Joshua. Give it some welly. Just say, give it some welly. And there you are, Joshua. Like the. um, uh, the edited highlight yours is is, is uh, wellies rhymes with bellies and nobody likes that. There you go. There's, <laughs> there's yours. I've already got these up here. These are the uh, these are the edited highlights already. I'm already I'm already working on the editing of this podcast and we haven't even finished it. I've uh, I, called my first child Wellington. Happily <laughs> called my first. I've never called him Welly. Well, I, I I'm sort of known for my sartorial elegance, and I will wear Wellington boots and shorts because I don't give a shit. Yeah, I would too, but not to play golf. No, no, it's, it's, it's like, yeah, you'd be you, you'd be spinning around inside your footwear, wouldn't you? Exactly. Just, uh, just um, uh, pl- please, um, please indulge me a little moment, uh, podcast listeners. Uh, I'm going to have to explain to Joshua that um, when you play golf, Joshua, you wear golf shoes. Uh, do you have to? Yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to. But you, do need, but you do need grip because you're swinging a big metal thing round your head and you need to not swing yourself off your feet so not not flip-flops not clogs not, no no you, crocs. Golf shoes. Like, crocs would be crocs would be great <laughs> crocs <laughs> definitely wouldn't be great you would literally <laughs> swing yourself out of your crocs every single shot <laughs> Yeah, do, no, do you know what, Joshua? <laughs> I, I want you two to come over and uh, and and stay with me in Ireland. Anyway, we've we're, I've, I've 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 invited you over a number of times, but um, yeah, I'd happily play uh, golf, but only uh, if I can uh, wear Wellington. I'm gonna look. I, I want you to come over, and we will we will we. Will, I mean, what brilliant social media content that is! It's like we're gonna bring the posh boy over from England, and we're gonna make him play golf in Ireland wearing Crocs for one hole. Um, wellies for another one. Sorry, Wellingtons for another one. <laughs> Splitters <laughs> for another. <laughs> we're going to vary. Uh, we're going to vary your footwear to uh, for, for very, very different, but equally uh, inappropriate footwear for every single hole that you play. You wait for a <laughs> hole in gold. one on the first time, and by hole two, you're already in Wellingtons two. Going, it's got to be the boots. <laughs> it's got to be the boots. That's it. It'll <laughs> start a fucking trend, won't it? They'll be like, you know, like the, the top golfers in the world, Rory McIlroy, will be wearing fucking wellies the next time he plays. Yeah, there might be something about the, the, the rubber gives you extra give. You never know. You never know. It's just <laughs> spring. It's just spring in your, in your turn. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm going to edit that bit where you said the rubber the rubber gives you extra give. I'm going to edit that <laughs> and put it back in the one where Baz was talking about giving and receiving. <laughs> Put them all close enough together and it's as seedy as it can be. <laughs> um, okay, so... Um, so you wrap this up. Before you wrap this up, just to clarify, it's not just rain. It's not just, I'm not, the word is not just rain hanging in the air as rain would. Instead, it's just... It's, it's, it's people who complain about the rain specifically and yeah. also expect that it's constant. Right, Joshua, what have you got next? Oh, 
I'm running bare on my extreme obsessions and arguments that I'm willing to fight for. But uh, I actually learned today, I was really angry to find that uh, on my Christmas advent calendar, there was only 24 windows. 24 windows. Is anybody listening to these words? Uh, we, we, all, we, all, we all know what day it is. We all know what day it is. You know, things deserve a climax. You know, many, many of things. Let's not overdo what things, but many things deserve a climax. You know, any good story, uh, any good evening, all these things. Whereas <laughs> you want me, you want me to open my Christmas can. You want me to open my advent can on the 24th in the morning and then go, oh, what? Should I just keep it fucking here? <laughs> and, 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 you know, should I just keep it there? As it, it, it literally belongs in the recycling at that point. The magic is, is the veil is, is gone. <laughs> and, and, I, and in fact, you've actually, in fact, now I think about it, you've actually brought my spirit down. You brought my spirit <laughs> down because the thing that I've been working on is gone and I've got 24 hours until anything takes over. You know, I, I, I'm really quite, I've actually learned today how passionate I am about this. I'm sure that Advent calendars used to have 24, tw- tw- 25 double doors at the end. I'm sure it used to. Some of them do. This is a thing, you know. This is, oh. some of them do have twenty five, but the vast, vast majority have twenty four. The, the you, best, you, the best thing about an advent calendar, particularly with the one that's got chocolate in it, because they all do now. Um, the best thing about an advent calendar is realizing that you've not opened it for three days and you get yes. three chocolates in one. That's the best thing. Literally, well, that's that, just yeah. careless. That's just bloody <laughs> careless. You, you monsters, you Grinches, you Christmas monsters. What's wrong with you? So I literally did that thing today where we realised it was three days since we opened them. And then I was like, well, actually, look, as we do this so regularly, why don't we eat three days' worth of chocolates and now eat the next three days so we don't have to open the calendar for another three oh days? Oh, my God, man. <laughs> Who am I talking to? This is, this is, I mean, it's nearly treason. It's nearly treason. <laughs> it's not quite because you know we're not so Catholic, but we're nearly there, and that is that's outrageous. That's that's you're, you're meddling with time, Baz. Time should never. Have you not seen Back to the Future? Have you not seen these things? You can't fuck with time. <laughs> yeah. So, so, are you telling me that if Baz if Baz eats his chocolates out of sync, then if he looks at a photo of him and his wife, like he's going to start disappearing out of it because he's eating his advent calendar too quickly. Actually, lads, this is a really bloody good idea for a, a, t- a time-travelling advent calendar. You accidentally you eat forward. Be the next Christmas, Netflix smash hit stars us, and it stars us accidentally getting a bit drunk and having five days. That's in the it. Future. What a brilliant idea. Who do we contact? Who do we contact to pitch this idea? There's got to be someone. Can I be the villain that eats all, all 24 in the first day? <laughs> yeah, of course you can. Of course you can. It'll be you. But, you, <laughs> but, but the thing is, we've got to catch up with you time-wise. Yeah, exactly. I think um, I think that's where Joshua was going with this. He was got this, amazing. this, this uh, like, really admittedly low-budget um, Christmas <laughs> movie that is going to be. Is that um, like, you, you go ahead and you open your um, advent calendar doors and you somehow go forward in time and we're left behind because well, I'll, I'll probably open a couple and that, but uh, Joshua's sticking to Joshua, it. Dead no, on, dead absolutely dead not. I'm thinking, I how are these bastards open... winning the lottery every day? How the, <laughs> what's with these How's it going on? They might be winning the lottery every day and uh, and winning a fortune on, um, on horse races they know the result of. Um, <laughs> But at least I'm opening my doors of my advent calendar on the appropriate day. <laughs> That's a bloody lit, just as the Lord would have it. <laughs> oh, come on. 
we should have done some research on this and found out like why the advent calendar like is came to be because it seems like quite a strange like tradition oh well i think it it must cut it comes from something religious in the sense that the four sundays leading up to christmas are advent you know so i think that would be about sermons and then yeah. obviously like everything you know, in life we they became commercialized <laughs> I, I happen to know that the origin of advent calendars was um, just so that uh, Cadbury's could sell you about four grams of chocolate for five quid. When I was younger, my mum used to take me to Marks and Spencer's on like the 3rd or 4th of December. We used to find stacks in them and they were all like 30, 25p or something. And that is when I would allow the rules to be broken because I have one that represents time and space and I have one that I could just devour in a pathetic, childish way. You do realise that you could have gone, mm, yeah, even though that's much cheaper, um, I could just buy a bar of fucking chocolate for the same price over there and not have to open all the doors. Well, how, it... how did you expect me to learn to count? <laughs> you know, this is it. This is how it was done. It's a yearly exercise. Like, while we're here, can we, can we talk about advent calendar disappointment while we're here? So, so I've got an advent calendar. If it's a problem with your manhood, absolutely, of course. But we we're here for you. We're here for you, brother. We Go on, please. Come on. Please. We'll, so, we, can, we can get you through this. I've got an advent calendar, which currently has, each day you open it, it's got a bit of chocolate. It's in the shape of something Christmassy. Liz, however, has an advent calendar, which has the same chocolate every single day. It's a lint ball. If you want to sponsor us lint, then I'm happy to promote this. But, but, but So she has the same thing every day. <laughs> just, just to be clear, Baz is about to fucking slate lint, but if you want to sponsor the podcast, <laughs> please do. We'll, we'll, we'll do a complete retraction next week, and we will uh, we'll say how much we fucking love lint. Yeah, but so like every day should be different, and then like so in my advent calendar, there's a different shape every day, and they're all sort of mm. like snowmen. They are presents. They're baubles. They're not Lind- in- Lindor, are they? They're not the high level quality. Oh shape. no, I've, these, these I've got- Swiss chocolatiers haven't been whisking whisking <laughs> away, you know. Yeah, Lind's fantastic, by the way. Uh, yeah, so Liz-, Liz has got the same thing every single day for twenty four days. I've got a different one from Galaxy. I'm not being funny, Baz, but. Having the same thing in your advent calendar every single day, it's like someone just buying you one of those bags of Maltesers that you get at the cinema and only letting you eat one a day. What's exactly. the fucking point? That's exactly it, yes. I think all you should do is just like, like January said, look, Liz, I've bought you another advent calendar. Are you ready? <laughs> like, I just get a like, family bag of Starburst. Just like, <laughs> one, a, one a day for all of January. Treat yourself. <laughs> the different flavours and everything. This one, it's much better than the last one you had. I think we worked out that you just wanted a, a, a well into boot full of chocolate on Christmas Day, don't you? Oh, absolutely. As long as it doesn't damage the boot. <laughs> That's it. You, is, that what, is that where you hang up? Uh, you don't do stocking. Hang up a Wellington boot by the fireside. A hunter absolutely. Wellington boot. <laughs> Oh, of course. That's, that's, that's all I've got. I've only got hunters. Man. Well, 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 well if you're not going to hang it up by the little strap, how are you going to hang it up? Stockings are for women, lads. <laughs> Stockings are for women. Boots are for men. <laughs> and on that bombshell. <laughs> and that on that bombshell, <laughs> we're going to leave it. <laughs> that's, that's where we're going to leave it for this week. Thanks for your time, Joshua. I really appreciate it. Um, thanks Thank again, you Baz. So much. Um, as always. Thanks for being here. Thanks very much for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Joshua. Bye. Bye. Mike? Yeah? Do you think anyone's still listening? I don't know. Probably not. 
If they are, where can they find us? Thanks for asking, Baz. That's a great question. They can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at MildlyPod, or... If they want to get hold of us, they can email us at mildlypodcast at gmail.com or they can go to the website, which is daddancer.co.uk forward slash podcast. 